Hey, it's Billy Hollowell, and welcome to the Vinda Nation podcast series. This is episode nine. Lucas, how are you doing today? I just can't believe we only have two episodes left to talk about. I, we're like at the end of this road, and I've got to tell you, episode nine, I feel like the ante was upped in episode nine. Like things things get crazy, they're emotional, and we'll, we'll dive into all these little bits and pieces. Now, if you're listening to this, obviously you've heard this show before, you know that there are going to be spoilers. So if you haven't watched episode nine yet, I would suggest you maybe not listen, um, unless you don't mind spoilers. I, How are you on the spoiler front, Lucas? Like, I don't mind having things spoiled actually uh no i i don't especially if it's if it's stuff i'm really invested in then i don't want it spoiled now if somebody like you know there's some people like they they get that way over like a football game like who won and like don't tell me who won i want to go watch the game like i could care less if i wanted to watch the game i wouldn't care if i already knew who won or not (laughs) um but you know if it's some sort of like narrative or show that i'm really invested in then i don't want to hear the spoilers see that's interesting because like a true crime show for instance i have to know every single detail about it and i don't know if it's just the journalist in me i have to know it all before i can finish watching it like i have to be able i know and my wife gets driven crazy she's like what are you googling like while we're watching things why are you doing that Anyway, back to, back to Vindication, <laughs> episode nine. So so this episode opens, we obviously at the end of episode eight, we see that Joe and that Chase have been arrested, both of them. They're, they're being detained. It's and a they're bad getting, day for them both. We're going to put it that way. It's a terrible day. And also for us, because I really like Joe. Yeah. Right? And I think that we're, you know, we're also seeing more and more about Shane. And, you know, you kind of start seeing him more as a, as a guy who's struggling and who's hurting here. And um, it's tough to see it happen. No, it is. It is. And all right. So you've got Travis and Travis is in this really tough position because clearly he's very good friends with Joe. Joe seems to be sort of the leader of their Bible study group. And now you've got all the guys in the group. They're kind of like, should we not meet anymore? It's sort of rocking everybody's faith as they as they debate. You know, they haven't even heard Joe's story at one point in the episode. And yet they're all kind of like, man, why are we doing this? We got to we got to like just, you know, basically abandon him and I found it kind of fascinating once again to see Anthony being the voice of reason and he's got this devotion to Joe and Joe's given him a job obviously and helped him spiritually I think sort of come alongside him and Anthony says look I don't care how bad it was I'm still with him so so Anthony doesn't even care what happened with Joe or what he did he's not going to abandon him yeah I think I mean you know think about all the situations you've heard and the stories you've heard where you know there's a church and you have a you know, some sort of a, a pastor that maybe goes through uh, a moral crisis or a moral failing. And oftentimes the people will kind of scatter as a result of that. And that's always sort of the, uh, um, uh, the, the, the choice that I think we have to make in these instances. Is our faith built upon uh, a relationship that we have with somebody here on this earth? Or is it built upon the Lord? And if it's built upon the Lord, then there's no reason that the group has to dismantle because somebody has you know, a, a, a failing or a human moment or, or something happened in their life, it's even more reason to kind of press in. And yeah, we see Anthony kind of be the guy to say, look, guys, like this is what about loyalty? What about, you know, what about <laughs> standing beside somebody no matter what? And, and, and really in his youthfulness, you know, he hasn't been, although he's been through a lot, that hasn't been totally, you know, kind of, uh, um, uh, you know, squashed in him yet. And he really is able to kind of bring those guys back together. And and if I, I think some of them are just doing it for Anthony at that moment and not even Joe. 
Yeah, no. And it's interesting. Again, he has this devotion. We've seen a lot of different things with Anthony as we're getting to know him more. Um, but, but really this devotion to people. Very loyal. And yeah. Very loyal. Yeah. And the other thing that I found really interesting with that scenario to watch was Travis, this guy who in season one, you know, we've talked about this almost every, every episode wasn't really a believer season two. He really is. You're watching him stepping up and dealing with the complex nature of his friend, Joe being in this position. He's got to answer to Joe's daughter. You know, he has a really sort of uncomfortable conversation trying to comfort her. He has to answer to the guys again from the Bible study and he's sort of maturing and He's in a position none of us want to be in, but I would imagine a lot of us, maybe not with an arrest with a friend, but we've been through different things where you're in those uncomfortable moments and you've got to be strong for other people. Um, and so it was kind of cool to watch him do that. And I, I love the way he interacted with everybody involved, including Joe in that situation. Yeah, I totally agree. All right. So Joe, now the whole time I'm thinking Joe was falsely arrested. Joe, you know, like I'm mm. hoping that Joe didn't do it. But the reality is you were talking about moral failings. Joe did do it. And he says, you know, I have his quote here. It's been my private battle for a long time. Last night I lost. I thought I had it under control. I tried to pray, but Satan was at my throat. And it was it was really an interesting moment because I think we can all relate to that with different struggles we all have, right? Absolutely. You know, look, it's it's easy to see kind of the extreme examples and go, what's wrong with that guy or have judgment towards it or whatnot. But we all we all deal with a threshold of this challenge between are we going to follow what God has for our life and and you know do the right thing, or are we going to get drawn over into this other this other aspect? And really, whether it's an addiction or some sort of struggle, you know, it, they're all kind of. I don't want to say they're relative, and they don't matter. They can certainly have greater consequences in this horizontal sort of earthly realm, you know. But from a but from a faith standpoint, you know, these things are really they all come from the same place. And whether it's somebody who's, you know, dealing with an addiction to drugs or dealing with an addiction to ice cream, you know, it's the, uh, the, why the, do you have to call the, me out like that? <laughs> the emotional side of that, you know, is, is kind of comes from that same place of trying to fill a place of emptiness. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, again, for all of us, we, we all struggle with different things. I do think, and this is sort of the unfortunate part of human nature. A lot of times we love to, to look at, you know, everyone else's, you know, spec, right. And not the plank in our own eyes. And Jesus talks about this, you know, but it's, it's so easy when somebody gets arrested in a moment like this to, to look at that person's problems, to fixate on them, to gossip about them and to not realize, you know, you've got issues too. It may not lead to an arrest, but you've got you know, spiritual issues. We all have things we struggle with. And so it was kind of, you know, powerful to watch Travis say back to Joe, look, I believe that God can show you a way through this. And that's the message that I think all of us need in life, right? No matter what we're facing, that no matter how hard we think it is, that we can find a way through Christ to get through that. Absolutely. A hundred percent. All right. So the episode really hits a point and this is where it gets really emotional. And Lucas, you admitted off air, and I'm just going to call you out on air that you had a tear in your eyes during this episode. Well, I did. Was it a singular tear? No, I think there could have been two. I think there yeah. could have been two. Maybe I, three. I, had, I did too. I did too. Yeah, it was, it was powerful. I mean, obviously everything with seeing what Chris went through with the loss of her brother um, and, and seeing that really you know, build up until this, this point of, you know, you see and feel her hopelessness when she's talking to Sergeant Travis. And I thought it was a cool moment between them because they've obviously, you know, been very distant this season, you know, from each other. And, and there's still, you know, kind of some awkwardness there. Um, but to see, 
you know, Travis at a time where where Chris really needed it, you know, embrace her. And, you know, even before that, he says, we're good, you know, and then you really see that kind of come together uh, when they're there at the casket side. Um, I thought that was a, a powerful moment. You know, I feel very different now about Chris and Shane uh, because we and again, we talked about this, you know, last episode. But when you're watching them and you're like, oh, there's this codependency there. You know, we had all these things to say about the relationship. But the last couple of episodes watching how desperate she was, she almost put Hannah in danger, you know, which we talked about because she was so anxious to hear how his job interview went. And then right. when she found out it didn't go well, you know, and, and so you're watching all these pieces of this puzzle of her just wanting her brother to get his life back on track. And I know there's people in all of our lives, we just want them to get their life on track. And it's really the most unfortunate ending. We don't really know if it was a suicide. We know it was an overdose. Was it accidental? Was it not um, a fentanyl? But in that in that moment, even before his death, when when there's a decision to be made, you sort of see Joe in his bedroom and he goes over and he could have pulled a gun, you know, out of the nightstand. He pulls a Bible out and you see, you see Shane go and he ends up, you know, pulling a drug out. And, and then the, the natural end result of those two things, Joe is moving forward in his faith. And unfortunately Shane has lost his life. And, you know, all of that then culminating in, in the funeral and that funeral scene, you're watching Becky and Travis and Chris, and then and then Chris is alone, and she says a couple of interesting things. Why wasn't anyone praying for Shane? She's not sure if Shane's life mattered to God, and I think Becky's the one who says, well, I pray that you see that that's not the case. It was either Becky or, or Travis, and they leave, and then it's a crazy moment that follows, right? Yeah, absolutely, and, and let me, can I just go back to one thing here? Go because I just, I just had an epiphany. <laughs> and that's rare. So you better I know act it's on it. very rare. So look, I mean, anytime somebody, somebody passes from a drug overdose, there's always the question of, you know, is this, was this a suicide or, or, you know, was this just an overdose? And I think, you know, first of all, the compassionate side of us should say, you know, like it, that's not the thing that matters right at that moment. You know, it's really, you know, circling around the family, loving on them, all these sorts of things. And I think that's really embodied by Sergeant Travis and his wife when they when they come. And it just didn't it just didn't matter. You know, and Tomlinson, you know, we see um, is, uh, uh, you know, just just kind of heartless in this whole thing. So, you know, the but but when you think about the situation, the shower was on. So my thought is that he had Shane had turned on the shower with the intention to go in there and take a shower. And the but overdosed on the drug yeah so yeah. that's that's my fan theory there and i saw you see his eyes open and he's laying there as she's walking into the bedroom and you just know and it's another one of those moments where you're like no please it maybe was she terrible know. yeah you're just yeah. hoping that like i was just because the show does such a good job of like you thinking one thing and then going the other direction so i'm sitting there going okay we're thinking that was this but he's going to like all of a sudden stick his head out of the shower curtain and go, get out of here. You know, or yeah, whatever. no, exactly. Exactly. And, and, and that's kind of like her, just that response of her of just no, no, you know, I mean, and it's, but, but she, you know, she, she just, you know, she knows and, and it's uh, uh, a terrible, terrible part. <laughs> 
So when she's at the funeral and you flash forward back to that and she's alone and then you have the military guys coming in and even the way they filmed that where you see the injury to his face as he's talking, you know, the 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 soldier yes. and how her brother saved his life. You know, she just had that conversation a few moments before um, and they were praying that she would see that God that God did love Shane, that his his life did matter. And then all these people come in who he saved, right? Who her brother had helped. And she had never heard these stories. She had no idea. And she's just breaking down. I have to tell you, it might be one of the most powerful scenes I have witnessed in a show in a long time, actually. I, yeah, as soon as, you know, because I'm watching that and I wasn't expecting that guy to turn and have the injury with his eye. And as soon as I saw that, that's like kind of when the emotion started building. And, mm. and then you just see person after person come in. And I like that they didn't, um, over um overly kind of like make Shane this like you know they they didn't turn him into you know when he was on the battlefield he was you know Arnold Schwarzenegger or something like that it was kind of like he just happened to be in the spot at the right time but did the brave thing showed up saved everybody as a result of this and the guy even makes the joke that I think he was probably just lost but then he <laughs> you know he came and and I think that like you know that that's just it's it was just a, such a cool thing and like I know that when somebody, you know, I just had a dear friend that just lost somebody close to them. And, you know, when you lose somebody, you don't always have a chance. Like we want it to be like what just happened in the show. We want all these people to come up. And I'm sure that over time that happens for a lot of people that you start realizing how many different people this person impacted in their life, you know, but even if that doesn't happen at say somebody's, you know, funeral or, or viewing or something like that, just just knowing like how many, you know, that's that's one of the things I'm excited about when I think about heaven is just hearing all the stories that you haven't heard of the connections and the impact and the influence that you never even were aware was there with your loved ones or even that you made yourself. And and, you know, then we have a time to be able to really celebrate that and experience that. We just saw a little snippet of that at the end of the show. And I thought that was awesome. That's a great point. And, and I love that. And I love that the guys rally around Joe too and pray for him, you know, towards yes. the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you don't know, um, uh, what's the, uh, uh, is it Dan, the, the hunter? Yeah, I think it's Dan. Yeah. And so, um, you know, when Dan goes, sit down, I got something to tell you, you know, you just, you're waiting for, you know, kind of all these things. And, and he's had a tendency to be a little bit, maybe self-righteous throughout. A little, and a little gruff, a little, yeah, gruff. a little gruff, you know, he's not really, uh, uh, you know, framing things always in the most, uh, uh gracious way. And he's like, we're going to pray for you. And so I, I just thought that was such a cool, you know, turnaround. So, you know, here's vindication continuing to surprise us with these characters that we think are one way and then they show us this other side of them and it just, I love it. I love it. And and as evidence of how much amazing stuff there was in, you know, episode nine, we've gone longer on this episode than we normally do, which I love. And there's just, I mean, there's more to talk about, but if you have not watched Vindication, by the way, I don't know how you got to this point in the show, but you might be, <laughs> you might be intrigued. So head over to Pure Flix, watch Vindication season two, um, episode nine, which is what we were talking about today. And we will see you next week. Let's say this Welcome. though, Billy, because there's some people that maybe have not, they might've started on episode two you know, just with the release of these episodes of, of our podcast and everything else. So if you haven't watched episode one, mm. maybe, may, or, or first season, I'm sorry, go ahead and go back and make sure and watch that first yeah. season or maybe even rewatch it to get ready for 
maybe something else that could be coming out yeah. down the road. I don't know. Maybe. I'm actually going to go back and watch season one again. I am. I'm going to do that. I'm excited to do that. Well, listen, Lucas Miles, as always, this has been fun, fun, fun. And we will be back next week, which is kind of sad because it's our last episode of the Vindination podcast, right? It's, it's coming to an end. I can't handle it. I can't handle it either. We'll see you guys next week. 